Welcome to the Women's Bible Study Studio. We know it is vital to know the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Knowing God's Word brings freedom and rest. Jesus called us to walk worthy of our calling, His calling. How can we be sure that we are walking worthy of His calling? By His Spirit, we can know His Word and walk in His Word. The truth you know will make you free. Free indeed. Free to be whoever God called you to be in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Join me as I delve into the Word of God to hear what it is that He has to say through the study of His Word. Welcome to the Women's Bible Study Studio. Welcome to this episode. Today, we are going to discuss caring for your personal space. I would like to use Proverbs chapter 31 as a foundational scripture reference. The virtuous woman in this chapter is an example to us of a godly woman who was an apt and proficient professional. She was a gifted and talented businesswoman who conducted profitable business transactions. She managed and supervised a staff that she and her spouse hired in their home. She was honored by God as a woman who blessed her family and her community. We can read it in the book of Proverbs. Let's do that now. Proverbs Chapter 31, verse 27. And it reads, She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. The New Living Translation states it this way, She carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. So this woman is not lazy or careless in the caring of her household. She does have something many of us do not have, however, and that's a living staff. Wouldn't it be wonderful to have a living staff to take care of your entire house? Well, this woman did have staff and she supervised them and directed their uh, activities. Well, I said all this to say that caring for our personal space is something that honors God. So it is wise to make sure that we are not spending too much time wasting time. And as women of God, it's a good thing to care for ourselves and care for our household. And therefore, we are telling God we care about him. We are telling God we honor him. Let's take a look at how caring for our personal space speaks about ultimately caring for God. There are some things that I have found in my personal experience you can do to care for your personal space and honor God. Your personal space. What is your personal space? It is your living area. It is your house, your home, your apartment, your condo, your space. It is where you live, where you reside, where you go home, after work, 
where you go to take time and relax, where you spend time with your family. It can be where you do your most important work. This is your living space, your private residence. We can take care by creating a space that is comfortable, that is cleanly and reflects our personal style and our personal preferences. Our space many times reflects a little about who we are. I don't want to take an approach that's too materialistic or um, opinionated. Although I do enjoy home improvement channels and shows like HGTV. That is one of my favorite channels. I do enjoy DIY shows of all kinds. That is a big area of focus these days, and many people enjoy these kinds of programs. You can view many kinds of creative programs, programs like floral arranging, crafting of all kinds, um, furniture refinishing, uh, creating your own household items. You can find a video to create anything. So um, decorating and renovating your home um, can be an awesome thing and a daunting task. You can find programming that features flipping old spaces or houses to make an income. Those are fun. You can find shows about bath and kitchen renovations. Those are very popular. Those are the most important areas of a home. Did you know when you are selling a home or buying a home, those are the first places people look or suggest that you look. Those are the areas where people, yes, quite frequently check out when they're touring a house or thinking about buying a house. When you redo those areas, you increase the value of your home quite significantly. So I would like to take a look at some smaller areas, however, or smaller projects you might take on to revamp your living space without spending a lot of money. Um, Maybe you could create a cozy reading space or redo your guest room revamp your living room or your bedroom. I would like to talk about how you can do that without spending a lot of money. You can do that very cost effectively. One of my favorite kind of shows are shows like Do It on a Dime. I love that show and shows like that. Um, I love all kinds of um, DIY shows, as I said, and maybe later on I can list some of my favorites. Well, um, these shows show you how to redo your space beautifully and very um, cost efficiently. Now, some shows will tell you that they are um, a company that redoes spaces, that builds homes, that renovates and flips homes, and they do a wonderful job, but it's very, very costly very expensive. I enjoy those shows that show you how to do a renovation that's done in a cost-effective manner um, and how you can redo your space yourself. 
you have seen those kinds of articles in the magazines as well. Um, they will show one picture, how they've actually redone a whole entire space and how many thousands of dollars it costs. And it is so beautiful. Um, then they show you how you can do it. Purchase similar items to get the same look. And you can do it yourself for a fraction of the cost. This is one of my favorite home improvement activities. So one of the things you can do is to mix some of the items that you can find in the discount stores with some of the more expensive or valuable statement pieces you already own. I have found that you can use your more valuable significant pieces such as a dresser or a hutch and you can add more um, inexpensive items to create a beautiful and comfortable living space. If you purchase an anchor piece, say for instance, or a statement piece, I like to call it, you can make that investment, of course, and know that you will probably keep that piece for years and years to come. You can, however, find a statement piece at a flea market, a garage sale, or yard sale as well. Sometimes you can get a beautiful piece for not a lot of money. However, um, just know that these are suggestions that you can incorporate into the normal way you do things. And it can add a lot of versatility and uh, a lot of creativity to your space. You can, however, find a statement piece, as I said, for uh, a just for a few dollars. Sometimes you can uh, be gifted a wonderful piece of furniture, uh, a piece of china, a piece of artwork by a relative or a friend. And you can use these as a statement piece. So you have to open up your thinking and think creatively. You can refinish a piece and use that as your anchor piece. This is my first suggestion. Add to what you have. Look at what you have, um, the valuable pieces and the valuable things you have in your home, and add to it. Accentuate. Visit the uh, discount places like Home Goods, the At Home Store, TJ Maxx, Burlington, Bed Bath and Beyond. You want to be sure to look at at the, the prices of the items that you are purchasing in these stores. All these stores are great places to find items cost-effectively. You should also check out the clearance areas when you visit these stores. When you look through the clearance areas, however, you want to look for something you can use that is of value to you that does not cost a lot of money. So you want to look for a bargain, as they say. Look at the price in comparison to the condition of the item. If it has only been discounted marginally, then I might suggest you go ahead and pay full price for a perfect item without defects. Or watch for when that item goes on sale. 
um, just maybe you might want to pay a little more and buy something that's free of defects. As I said, if it is a very good price, you may want to purchase it and repair it yourself or use it as is if it's a really great bargain. It really has to be discounted very significantly for me to recommend you purchase anything that what? Anything that's chipped or damaged or anything like that. So again, purchase less expensive pieces. Be careful what you buy. Um, think logically when you make your purchases. Um, purchase the less expensive items to add to your more significant pieces. And um, the reason I suggest that is because you can easily swap them out. You won't have such a hard time giving them away or donating them to Goodwill or even throwing them away. Um, you can switch them quite frequently and it's um, less, cost, uh, less costly and um, it's a great way to have fun and be creative in your living space. Um, suggestion two is that you make sure your space is clean. This is my second suggestion. Um, however, it could be the first suggestion, but most importantly, you should make sure to clean your space. You can find all kinds of cleaning products in the grocery stores on the market there. There are all kinds out there. First, you should go through and make sure your space is clean. I can't say that enough. Uh, this is the best thing to do. You may uh, want to organize things too, and you may have accumulated a lot of things and feel the need to reorganize. You may want to sift through some of the things that you have to decide what to keep and what to donate or give away. In my opinion, when you have a lot of things like this, it can demonstrate that you have been greatly blessed by God. It is a demonstration of God's great blessing on someone's life. Um, however, we need to be good stewards of the things that God has given us. So that, however, is a whole nother topic. Organizing, purging through things, throwing things away, deciding what you want to keep and what you want to donate. A whole other topic. It is a very prudent subject to cover. Uh, maybe sometime in the future, I'll cover that particular topic. But having a lot of things, as I said, can become overwhelming and seemingly insurmountable if we don't you know, know where to put things or how to store them. The point is that you want to make sure that your space is clean. You can do this even if you feel you still need to reorganize. Um, you may want to get a, a, a head start, give some things away, throw out some things. You may want to just get a big box to store some items you are considering throwing out. Um, throw them in the box and sit with it for a little while. Leave the box there. This way you can be sure you are really wanting to throw them away. And you want to be sure you're not tossing them out and later think you should have kept them. So put them in a box, put them away, put it in your basement, in your garage, and uh, think about it for a while. Then you can revisit and go back, make the donation or throw them out. 
you want to make sure you are doing a thorough cleaning job of your living space. I can't emphasize that enough. So go get out your brushes and your scrubbing sponges to get into those forgotten areas and clean. Don't just clean the surfaces or wipe over the tops of things. Do a thorough cleaning and include those areas you may normally miss. Do this periodically to keep things fresh and clean. Then you can add all the wonderful things that you find to your clean living space. Next, I would like to suggest using color. There are lots of ways to use color. Now, there are a lot of people and there are a lot of resources to consult that would help you do this. Um, and these, there are a lot of people who have many more creative ways to do this. I am just suggesting that you think about this more logically and use your creativity. I am a person who thinks more logically, so I approach caring for my space that way. I would suggest using a base color like white or gray, or you may be even more creative and use a more vibrant color like green or um, aqua or tangerine. Then add accent colors like pink or blush, turquoise or orange. If you have, say for instance, a white sofa and you have white carpet and drapes, beautiful. You may add pops of color like red, aubergine or lime green to bring color into your space. You can bring color into your space by accentuating your space and adding accent items in bright and cheerful colors of your choosing. You can swap these items out if they don't work for you. Um, so be bold and try new things in your space. I recommend you save your receipts so you can find something um, that works for you. And if you bring something home, check it out and it doesn't work for you, you can return it to wherever you purchased it. You can use... Um, Throw pillows, vases, flowers, area rugs, bowls, all kinds of accent items to bring in color and interest. This way, you can change your color scheme from season to season, um, rearrange to get a new fresh look. Another way I would suggest to change a living space very quickly is to change out your um, accent tables and accent chairs, those things that are more portable and, and easier to change. Um, you can use these types of items, purchase more, store things away, replace things. It's more convenient and it's a way to change up the space so you don't get bored with it. My last suggestion is to revamp, restore, and reinvigorate your space. And a great way to do that is to shop your own home. Go through your basement, your garage, your attic, and find some things you have stored away and revisit them. Think about how you might use some of these things um, you have packed away in a closet. How can you use these things in a creative way? You know, retro decor is big. 
And in fact, you can see some of uh, the past design styles reflected in the stores now. In fact, mid-century modern has made a big comeback and um, it's a big architectural style and interior design choice. Mid-century modern, uh, the color scheme are back as well. Do you remember avocado green, goldenrod, uh, all those kinds of colors, that green, that gold color, that brown color that was really popular in the 70s? Well, it has made a resurgence and it is very, very popular. So now we mentioned mid-century modern along with Victorian and craftsmen. Georgian, colonial, French provincial, shabby chic, modern farmhouse, and traditional American. Well, mid-century modern is mentioned with all these architectural styles. And I say, if you have some antiques or some items that belong to your parents or your grandparents, use them. You do not have to redo your whole house. Try one room or a corner in one room and see if a new design style works for you. If you know how to do it correctly, you will not overwhelm yourself. Take time and start small. Create a small vignette that is meaningful to you. Use personal touches in your living space that reflect your design and your style and your preferences. So again, look for inexpensive ways to add interest and color to your living space. Add them to anchor pieces to create a pull-together styled space. That's tip one. Tip two. Clean your living space routinely and properly. Do not neglect cleaning and not just the surface areas. Thoroughly clean your entire living space. That is very, very important. Tip three, use colors wisely. Use colors that speak to you. Be bold, be adventurous. Know that you can change it up, take it back, or switch it out if it doesn't work for you. Then, shop your own home. You can find going into your closets and those areas where you have stored away items can be useful. Those items you have been gifted by a neighbor, a friend, or a relative, you can use to create a new reinvigorated living space. Well, make sure you are caring for yourself by caring for your personal space and it's time to close this episode. But I want to thank you for listening to this podcast episode. Be an encouragement to someone by reminding them to care for themselves. By doing this, you honor God. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can receive a notification when new episodes are uploaded Rate and review this podcast and like the episode you enjoy. Feel free to post your own comments. I am looking forward to hearing what God is speaking to you. And again, thank you for listening.